Uh, and then he'll get lost. Okay, well, we're going now, so... Okay. Um, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. I'm so nervous. Not that I'm <laughs> nervous, but it's just different because it it's... different. You know, we talk all the time. I know you as Marketing Miranda, of course. Right. and We talk casually, but I feel like this is, like, informal, but it's still formal kind yeah, of you know well this is going on the internet for everyone to, this is um, great yeah forever it'll be there oh my goodness forever <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness this is great oh man so okay so who are you what do you do sure Where absolutely you, what's the name of your company yeah so my name is nick vera i own impulse entertainment djs i've owned that business for we're coming up on 11 years now wow yeah originally started off in the south side of chicago and since I've moved with my wife, my lovely wife, Susan, who I will bring on camera at some point today because <laughs> she's amazing. Um, and I've kind of taken it since uh, to the west side here and have just kind cool. of brought my talents along. So how did, so 11 years ago, like where were you when you started this? Yeah, so we'll even take it a step back further than that. Um, a long time ago when CDs, burning CDs, Napster, all that stuff was yeah. great, you know, um, I would always burn CDs for my friends, sell them for 50 cents. Really? 75 cents oh yeah it was mixtapes mixta not mixtapes of mix like but it was just you know just like yeah. cds yeah you know different songs that were hot mm -hmm. that you can only get when you're a napster and downloading <laughs> illegally right and um so i ended up burning those cds and sold them to my friends and i just always really had a passion for music cool and then um there was actually a colleague of mine who was a mentor at the time it's one of my my best friends my best friend nate his brother uh, had been a DJ for, he's been a DJ for quite some time. And um, I ended up working for him a little bit on the side as I was kind of getting my thing going, but he really brought things up and as we're rolling across the ceiling <laughs> <What>? there. <laughs> Marshall's like, come on, this is ridiculous. Oh, no. They're not, they're never here on Monday. Uh, but I'm, today they're decorating. Fine, I'll just work them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's work it out. So um, anyways, I kind of started off with him and that's how it really started is I had my own business, but he was, um, he was kind of mentoring me along in some cool. things and yeah, it ended up, oh man, I want to say the first, the first gig that I had officially, was I 19, Suze? Have think you guys been together this whole time? Wow. Susan and I have been together for, we celebrated 10 years in September oh of, that God. we've been together and it'll be five years in January that we'll be married. Yeah, this is crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. But so. like, are wait, are you thirty? No, twenty nine. Come yes, on, Miranda. This is crazy. Thirty is coming up soon. But we were babies. Yeah, you, you know? were babies. Just little babies. Yeah. So you did. Where did you guys meet? We met at school. Um, I went. To, I was going to a school in Michigan, Calvin College, and she came up for a uh, what a college visit. College visit. She came up for a college visit, and this was in the springtime. I still think I was 18. She says it was past my birthday. So my birthday's on April 1. So yeah. they're like, maybe it was later. I don't know. So either way, I was 18 or 19 and she was 17. And oh my gosh. Yeah, that was it. And then, yeah, long story wow. short, freshman year, she comes up and we basically started dating almost immediately. And the rest is history. Really, truly, that's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So then did you DJ? Is that how you put yourself through school? Or no. Was that like so I started, I guess I would say I really, really started in school because the dorms that were on campus, they would have these things called dorm banquets, mm -hmm. which are basically like mini proms that you have at the end of the season or okay. whatever it is. And so one dorm had asked me to do 
um, one of these dorm banquets. And so I did. And then another one had asked, and then another mm-hmm. one. And I think one year we had, there was eight dorms on campus. It was a smaller school. There was eight dorms on campus. And I want to say we booked six of the eight dorms wow. right away. Now, when I say we, not many people know this, I started off Impulse Entertainment with another guy. Really? Yeah. In college. And then uh, I ended up buying him out after I graduated. And it was, we're, it's amical terms. Yeah. We're friends, everything like that. Wow. But, so, and it was so big by then that you had to actually buy him out of the company. I bought him out of the company, yeah. So it was whatever all the stuff that we had put in, we just kind wow. of went through each each piece of equipment and said, okay, what's this worth? What's this worth? What's depreciated here? And then I had to write him a check or and say, all right, wow, that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, why did he get out? He got out because he just didn't like it as mm-hmm. uh, he didn't like it as much. I would say, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it was, and then you just kind of took it from there because once I moved back from college, then it was. All right, I set my sights high and I said, let's see how we can go. Let's see how far we can take this up. Right. Nick Vera, Impulse Entertainment, I want it to be a household name. Let's see what can happen. And Damn. 11 years later. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, when did you start getting into weddings? Weddings I got into, I did my first wedding in 2009. Okay. And I did it with this other guy. It was for um, a, a couple in college that I'd actually we had actually DJed their house party in college. <laughs> what? In the spring, we had DJed um, a party where what this house does is they rent out the entire. There's a local um, roller rink there, and so this house would rent it out in at night after hours, and everyone would go. And what? they they had like I think they went through eight or nine kegs that night. <laughs> People just rolling in, and we're playing tunes, and everything's great. And he's like, Nick, you did great. DJ my wedding. Wow. 550 bucks. That's what it was. I'm like, I guess. Let's make it happen. Now what do you charge? Now I'm over 2000 I'm over 2100 now. An, a gig, right? Like a Yeah, wedding. yeah. How did you... So how has it grown over the years? I mean, because back then there was not really Instagram. Right. It, like Instagram and Facebook marketing were not what they are today. Sure. Obviously. I would say that I look at every wedding, and I still do to this day, but it was especially important starting out because, like you said, the socials weren't yeah. what they were. Right. You know, Facebook was there, but it wasn't crazy. Not like now. I think it was like 2009 Messenger first yeah. came out for Facebook, <laughs> and everyone's like, no, we like AIM better, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, with that stupid screen name that you had in middle school, whatever it was, yeah. right? Yeah. Wait, what was your screen name? Oh, uh, man. I, <laughs> this is so <laughs> embarrassing. I had one that was... Nickel Lantern <laughs> because some friends called me Nickel Lantern. I don't know why, but uh, I was Nickel Lantern. I was Little Vera. I was a few other ones. Because you, you make all these names. I think mine was Sweet Dreams and then some numbers. Was it Sweet Dreams with, a, with an S or with a Z? With an S. Oh, <laughs> did you ever have it where it was like the S was lowercase and the W was... Yeah, and like weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the numbers were though. Oh, remember that? Like the away messages and yeah. stuff? Yeah. It was like... put eat. these quotes up there. Yeah. Like <laughs> song lyrics. <laughs> remember this? Oh, I definitely this is... <laughs> This is great. It was the best. And then you would put up your away message based on the relationship that you were in in sixth grade. Yeah. You know, it was like, <sighs> yeah, that's right. Show me the meaning of being lonely. Because <laughs> we know lonely is <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that sixth grade like heartbreak is so devastating. It is. And the thing is, those things are over in like a day. Yeah, the relationships, you, it's if it lasts more than 24 hours, I mean, I think that's an instant success. You're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instantly. You dated, but you like didn't talk to them. Right. Like I did, you know, I dated in sixth grade Ben Von Olin. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> how long did you guys date for? Like two days. Two days. He gave me. I. This is funny that I'm admitting this out loud, but he gave me. He burned me a copy of the Limp Biscuit CD, oh. <laughs> and then he wrote a note and was like, "Listen to number eight or whatever." And it was our one. It it was their one slow song. I think it was called "You're the One." You're the one by yeah. Limp Biscuit. Remember that? No. We, yeah. That was intense. I think oh I still my. have that. Was that your song? I'm like the new wedding ghost. Yeah, that's it. From now on. Limp Biscuit. Guys, I was on this podcast last year. <laughs> one wedding. Yeah. One wedding. I have to. I have to. You have to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was intense, man. Oh, man. So was that your song then with him? Yeah. And then. <laughs> that's, that's huge. I remember that our lockers were like in the same hallway and his best friend had to tell me that he was like hey ben thinks you look cute today oh like what i see like i pass you in the hallway right just what it was though yeah it was so weird but who who could put their away messages on because like you remember you had to take up your phone line yes so even like where were we going away Probably the bathroom or something <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like to tie up the phone line for that long. right and, but then, see, I don't know if you were the household that had two phone lines or if it was just one. No, we only had one. Okay, I only had one. Yeah. There were some people that had two, and it was like, oh, yeah, I can be online the whole time. So you always see that they're away or they're online. It could be like <laughs> Sunday at 11 a.m. and then Or Sunday or Saturday at 11 a.m. and then Saturday at 3, they're still on, and then at 7, and it, oh, they have a second phone line. I think if I have kids, I'll just give it away for the teenage years. Because, like, can you imagine? If you have a daughter, she was definitely on line and probably on the phone on the phone at the same time yeah probably talking to the same person like right teenage daughters i think are they're tough see i don't know like i told susan if we ever have kids which we're not going to anytime soon so for anyone listening <laughs> all right my friends we're not anytime <laughs> not soon right now <laughs> no yeah. I, I and even susan says this too boys she said i don't want a girl yeah i want boys because I feel like boys, when they're younger, they're just destructive. Yeah. Like, girls are, like, strategically mean. We were talking about this because Marshall's has a daughter and then his roommate has a son. And so, like, Louis is just, like, outright mean. But Rebel will plot. Yeah. And, like, think about it. Oh, yeah. And she's smart. So true. Yeah. <laughs> and I know with... Well, because you have a sister, right? Is yeah. she older or younger? She's younger than me. So she's... How old is this? 25? I think she's 25, yeah. Did you guys fight when you were younger? Yeah, we fought all the time. I was always picking on her, and then at the, when we were younger, she was a little bit, she was a little <laughs> bit heavier, heavier? Set, heavier than me, right? And so I like one, how you did this. Yeah, and so my mom, my mom was like, she looks great now. She lost a ton of weight now. She looks awesome. Yeah. And but this was, I mean, we're talking back third, fourth, fifth grade, whatever. And my parents would say, you better watch out because one day she's going to come and wail on you or sit on you or something because I was this little kid. Sit on you? Like I was like twigs. I, I think I weighed 40 pounds until like freshman year of college. Like that was it, you know? And uh, one day she did it. She like, she just started beating me. Did she sit on you though? Oh yeah, and everything. And it was like, I'm gasping for air. I don't know what's going on and that's it. But that's, that was our relationship. And now it's of course totally different, but... They used to tell me that about Eddie too. They were, my grandma especially would be like, one day, because I used to pick on him real bad. I was yeah. really mean. She, and they would say, one day he's going to be bigger than you. And then I would just say, well, I'll, I'll always be meaner. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> and I am. See, so. I think now she's 
can definitely pick on me more, and she might be meaner too. Really? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Eddie still <clears throat> like picks on me all the time. Yeah. But there was so there was one time in particular, like when we were maybe he was in middle school, and he like kicked. And he stopped his foot right here by my face. Whoa. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to not is do it. that again. Yeah. Because yeah. that was, I was like, oh, he's going to fight back. <sighs> Man, I used to beat that kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I know. Like bloody? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Blood just... <laughs> Yeah. I used to do the thing where I would put the pillow over her face. Like, not hoping to suffocate her, but until she was like, Nick, I can't breathe. I know this is so bad, but it was like, yeah. And then I would take it off, and that was fine. And I don't know why I did it. I just one of those things. Like, you think about it later. Now, when you look back and you say, why would you do something like that? I don't know. It's so stupid. You just have to exercise control, I guess. Yeah, we are. We're a bunch of animals. Susan's going psychopath over there, you know? Like, yeah. One time, I smacked him so hard, I left a handprint on his back, and I got in trouble for that one. But he used to pinch me until I bled. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't know why that was, like, the go-to punishment in my family, because my grandma did that. Like, if you were misbehaving at the dinner table, she'd pinch you under the table. And you couldn't say shit, because it was grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to take it. And then she would pinch, like, the inside of your leg. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. It was tough. She was... I don't know. But then Eddie and I also had, like, we shared a bedroom wall, and we had secret code knocks and stuff. Yeah. We, were, we like, talked about cutting a hole in the wall because we had a secret door. <laughs> if my kids did that, I'd be pissed <laughs> right away. That's what kids do. <laughs> it's what they do, you know? Hey, you hate them and you love them at the same time. But the hate isn't real hate. It's, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> You hate them, but you love them. You know what I mean? Oh, this is a really enlightening podcast. This I think, is great. So far. I yeah, know. So far, so good. Yeah. Um. So this... what? So how did you both, you and your sister, then like get into your own businesses? Yeah. So my sister, she owns a photography business. Yeah. Christina Elizabeth Photography. Find her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't know if she does Twitter as much, so I lied there. But Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> everything. Um. She started off. I don't even. I think she says that her first official paid thing was our engagement photos because we paid her money for that and she says that was the official start of christine elizabeth photography my sister is brilliant she was always smarter than me she got better grades she is awesome and she was so artistic oh cool and she majored in art um she did a lot of stuff just from an artsy standpoint there's stuff that she could take a blank wall to her you know like you could have like three things and she could be like oh let's do this 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 Mm -hmm. and this and it's amazing um and so she just started taking photos I don't even know how she started and it just happened and then the cool thing now is she lives in Grand Rapids Michigan now Mm -hmm. so but the cool thing now is that she will uh, work weddings in Chicago and in Grand Rapids and we've we actually cross paths that's cool three or four times a year yeah and then people say oh my you know like clients love it because they're like oh you know it's your sister brother sister combo like this is great and at the same time it's always so very professional yeah you still treat you have to treat her as a professional because she owns her own business. She's a photographer. Right. So I make the same calls before the weddings. You know, hey, Christina, this cool. is Nick. Just want to check in. Yeah. And then after that, I'll call her back and I'll be like, all right, sis, what's going yeah, on? You know, whatever. But um, it's very, it's cool and unique because especially when we're working a wedding, we're always on the same page with things. Yeah. You can just kind of look at each other and go, okay, yep, we're doing this. Boom, boom, boom. Cool. And it's ready to go. Yeah, so, that would be easy. But she's been doing it, I don't know how long, officially six years probably wow so 
Does she strictly do wedding photography? No, she does a lot of family portraits mm-hmm. and a lot of... Um, she does weddings, but she prefers smaller weddings. Okay, yeah. Because it's more intimate. She gets those shots. Right. She not, I'm not going to say she doesn't like the bigger weddings. She'll do them. Yeah. But I think that her niche is in the smaller weddings and just... Yeah. She loves the idea of family portraits, newborns, things like that. She loves it That's because awesome. you just actually spend time with the family. Right. So... And you get to know them. So then, that's interesting that she has a niche that she likes. It, is this her full-time job? It's her full-time, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. That's amazing. She has some part-time stuff on the side, too. Yeah. She used to be a nanny and things, but that full-time is photography. So wow. It's brought her some cool places for engagement photos to travel, and she just right. did some, some newborn photos for my cousins who live in the Orlando area. So she's always traveling all over the place. Do they fly her out there, um, or does she pay for that and I expense don't, it? That I don't know. She might expense that out. She should expense it. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. That's awesome. So but I'm super as as an older brother I'm super proud of her and to see what she's done I think that's really cool so yeah that's amazing and then and so your DJ business that's not your full-time job right Right. but it could be it could be and it has in the past before it's been in the past I say I mean technically I spend especially during the wedding season minimum 40 hours a week working so crazy so this past year was crazy and we're just actually coming off of when I say we it's because it's me it's Susan my wife is very involved mm-hmm. in things. Do you want to bring her up here now? Let's bring her up. Sue's, come on up. Come on down. Come on down. Oh, this is great. We never have an extra guest. Do you want to um, pull that chair over? Will she be in the frame if she... Or I can... You just otherwise pop in yeah, for a second. It's fine. Here. Just pop on in. Yeah, here. Yeah, come on in. So this is Susan. Hello. <laughs> Susan is amazing. Obviously, we've been together yeah. for so long. Um, I feel like I'm sinking in the couch. That's like, <laughs> no. It's very comfortable. Yeah, Isn't it? It's nice yeah. and cozy. But I always tell people there's a lot of people in my life that have put me in the spot where I am today. Mm-hmm. And especially for my business. Um, little, uh-huh. known, little known fact, Susan named the business Impulse Entertainment. Really? We were, so co- we were coming yeah. up with names and she came up with it. And at the time, I was still working with my partner. And... We're like, yeah, this might stick. And she named it, right? I did. And now she sees the good, the bad, everything. You know, I call her after every event. I talk to her about literally everything. Wow. And so cool. the biggest thing, cool. and she's been a trooper for a long time because we've when the wedding season goes, it goes. And it's yeah. weekends and weekends and consultations and consultations. And I'm not around as much, you know. And so we try to make the most of it when we're around. Right. But she is awesome like she is my complete rock in this whole thing and i bounce ideas off of her i got um there's a mentor of mine who he's a he's quite a bit older than me not quite a bit but he's maybe 15 or 20 years older than me and he uh i bounce ideas off of him all the time i call him my my obi-wan my sensei nice (laughs) Obi-Wan. he's my coach everything right and he, he gave me one piece of advice that i've never forgotten to this day he said um when you when you have questions, ask your wife and talk to your wife because she'll know the answer, even if she's not even in this situation. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I usually just give you like a different perspective. Right. Because you can sometimes we'll get stuck in like right. just one way of thinking about it and I'll just like throw out different ways to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to have like fresh eyes that aren't directly involved exactly. in the business. Right. Something so nice. in it, but I'm like, yeah, right. It. So it's good because she brings me in, she reels me in because my expectations are so high. Yeah. yeah. And she reels me in and she's like, you're doing fine, you're doing great. But I always say, I always tell people it's never, my success is never without her because she is 
she means everything to me oh, everything so you know so she's it's been fun to see it grow because yeah like we said i've been there since right, the he started the smallest little gigs right in college and now it's now us. we're doing these big things and it's mm-hmm. cool how do you deal with not having him on the weekends especially like during the summer <laughs> um uh, is it stressful it's almost works out in a way because i'm we balance each other where I do enjoy alone time. Oh, yeah, me so too. it gets exhausting to never have him there. Um, but it's not as hard as I think people might. Like yeah. Some people it might be really super hard because they just, like, will always miss him. But, like, I don't know. I think it's good to miss your significant other, too. Yeah. 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 To have that balance. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it gets rough. It, the middle, like, towards the end of the season, it's just like, okay, like, I'm sick of this. Like, yeah. I want you home. You're missing out on fun stuff. Like, I'm going to all these events by myself. Like, so that gets tiring. But for the most part, it's okay. It yeah. Works out. Yeah. Absolutely. How long do you envision this, like, doing this? <sighs> because working the weekend, I mean, like, you just could, like. You could stay me there. Envisioning the weekends, working the weekends. Ugh. I mean, it's exactly like it's the schedule lot. that you have to maintain during wedding season. How many weddings did you do this year? This year, oh my goodness, it was over 30 this year. 30. And I brought it down a little bit because last year I was at about 40. I mean, yeah, that's like, there are only 52 weeks in a year. Right. And if you did 30, right. exactly. 40, that's like every weekend. Yeah. Minus a few. I get a more room on the couch. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being up here. Thanks, Suze. Wow. That was awesome. Um, yeah, it's, I always, t- this is a, this is a, oh, this is a, oh, this is where you kind of dive in now a little bit and you yeah. say, I don't know. My, I've been telling people for a long time, for the last four or five years, 2020 was my last year of DJing. Oh, really? And that's coming up quick now. Yeah. You know, and to You're be honest, corner. to be honest with you, I did draft a letter to be done at the end of 2018. Who did you draft the letter I drafted to? it so that I could put on my website, put on Facebook oh. and everything. And I was gonna draft it out, and this is before I had. Uh oh, did something happen? No. Okay. I was. Did that camera go off? That would have stopped. That's weird. That's on. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. We're just like. We're just letting it happen. Every time we're learning something else. This is good. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's great. Uh, but I drafted a letter in 2018 because I was tired. It was the end of the year, and I learned that it's not a good idea to draft a letter when or to do anything when you're yeah. tired. Yeah. And. This is your first weekend home with your wife, and you're like, this is great, I want to do this forever, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, and I drafted a letter, and then I talked about it with Susan, and she said, if this is what you want to do, that's fine. The one thing I always told her, though, was I had said, uh, I'm sorry, going back to it, I had said, so I did not drafting, because obviously I'm, I'm DJing for 2019, right. um, and I will pursue into 2020. Um, but I told her early on, I said, the moment that I come home and I say I'm tired, in a sense that I'm, emotionally and just yeah. physically exhausted Drained. just in general yeah not when i get home at two o'clock and i say i'm so tired i need to go to sleep but when i'm tired um that's when you have to tell me that i have to stop because now i'm doing it for the wrong reasons oh right i never looked this i never look at this job because i've enjoyed so much as a money maker oh i make you're money making such good money you make good money and that's yeah. great but at the same time if i'm doing it only for the money that I'm in it for the wrong reasons, and that's right. not fair to any of my clients whatsoever. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Because so. Especially doing the weddings. I mean, you're such a big part of these lives. Oh, we had a, we- a DJ Uh-oh, let's hear last it. weekend. Yes. 
He was so terrible. He did not acknowledge the crowd at all. No. And like, I don't understand. So when you're a wedding DJ, you're emceeing their wedding. Right. Right? Like you're the guy up there. You have to get the excitement. You have to leave the speeches. You have to call the bridal party out. There's a lot that goes into wedding DJing that besides playing music. Absolutely. And we've seen some really good ones and we've seen some really bad ones. And right. this dude was terrible. Like, I don't know who would give him money. Right. It was crazy. See, and that's bad is because there's, I, don't, I just don't know what's out there and I should know more about my competition. People always say you should know more about who's, who yeah. you're going against, but I don't because I don't care. Right because I'm just trying to do the best that I possibly can for that client. And you don't need to. Like there's, I feel like people put too much emphasis on understanding the competition. Like you should kind of know who's in the water with right. you. But if you're focused on that, then like you're not spending enough time on your own craft. Right. And like doing the best for the client, you know, at the end of the day. Which is interesting, because you don't really do any advertising, right? It's all word of mouth. All word of mouth. 98% of my business is word of mouth. 2% is just finding they find me somewhere on the nod or on wedding wire, but I don't I don't pay for anything on that. You don't pay you know? for either of those? Neither of them. Really? Neither. And people will still find me, yeah. Yeah. But I did a search recently because I did like Lombard wedding DJs because yeah. I'm based, based off in Lombard and I came up, I was like the second one on there. Do so you maybe pay? I don't pay anything. So maybe if they were, you know, if it's like a Chicago wedding DJ, I could be featured, you yeah. know, and get like a, get like a thing. But, and I almost went with wedding wire this year, but it's, you decided not to? I decided not to, just because, I don't know. I, a lot of people said it's not worth it. Well, why do you need to? Like, where do you have room to grow your business? Right. Well, now that, that, then, then that brings it, that's a nice segue into the, yeah. the, the struggle that I have of right. growing my business. Yeah. It's very difficult to do it because I'm such a perfectionist. Right. You know? So you want, so it's, do you want to grow your business? I would like to, but the thing is, is that, this is a thing that I'm struggling on right now is people know Impulse Entertainment, but they associate Impulse Entertainment with Nick Vera. Mm -hmm. That right there is a problem. It used to be good. Right. Now it's a problem because of the fact that they only want me because they know me. They've seen me. Yeah. I've been everywhere. Right. Right. And so if I try to bring someone else on, it's difficult because I can vouch for this guy and vouch for this guy and do things yeah. and say as much as I can. And at the end of the day, I mean, I just, Miranda, I just lost out on two weddings two weeks ago because they said you're not available we only want you you know so That's you it. have like no middle ground like if these people can't book you then they're not going to work with impulse entertainment essentially that's what they essentially that's what it is so how do you scale a personal brand that's what it is like, right how do you so then can you like i feel like you have to bring someone with you you've got to like train someone up so that they see you two together and they like associate okay nick and whoever this guy is right and now, like, you get their face out there, too. That's, right. like, the only way you can do it. Because that builds trust. They trust you. They don't trust this guy over right. here. And that's the problem. And so I have a guy that has been working for me for four or five years now. Uh, great guy. He's awesome. Um, he's about to graduate college, finish things up. But he's been working for me for a while. And he's great. And I try and teach him as much as I possibly can about things. And he's come out with me. And I'm starting to build a rapport with him more with my clients right some of the, the the repeat clients that i have but these are yeah. like park districts and schools and things okay. like that but they always say like hey steve was great he did an mm -hmm. awesome job he was amazing you know but now i have to bring that into yeah wedding so i'm slowly bringing them into some things because now is the time to do it because essentially as a business owner and as a, a general person you want to 
make money but not work as much right 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 it's like what you're supposed to do yes but at the same time i i never want to completely i still need to work but just i don't want to be out every weekend well right you have like an easy way to get passive income right it's so easy but you have to build that trust you have to build it up yeah so that's the thing that i'm struggling with now and i have some ideas on, on some things of what to do um and this is something that's been weighing a lot on me and i talk to susan about it quite often and i've just picked a lot of people's brains out and mm-hmm. just what's a good option what can i do what can i not do because essentially all i'm going to be doing is i'm going to invest money right and see which ones fail and yeah. you're never going to recoup that you know i mean you'll recoup it eventually but yeah. at this point now it's like i'm investing more into my business more than ever i think not from an equipment standpoint but from a brand standpoint mm, like what what are you investing i mean in? i'm just saying investing in different whether it's hiring a photographer to do different headshots ah, or to do different yeah. things or getting a videographer and so that i can do an about me video mm-hmm. but with these guys and to bring these guys out and then to pay them so i'm not getting everything necessarily yeah. you know um it's just a lot of money that's going to go other places. But I feel like you have this opportunity to develop these brand partnerships where people, like if you were to partner with a wedding photographer and videographer, like they want to be on your website because you're organically, like you're being found so quickly online. Like right. just organically, not even paying for anything. Like you're booked with weddings. So people, if they see like, oh, you know, video done by whatever company, then that's like that's a referral source for them. Yeah, that's true. So they should be doing this for free for you because you're so successful and like booked with weddings. And you can tell them like, hey, I had 40 weddings in 2017 and I had 30 this year because I said no to right. some. So like just you call and ask if they'll do it for free because it's a brand partnership then. Yeah, you're right. And then they can use that as like a showcase on their website as well. And then it works together. Right. And you guys can share it and talk about it and like... I think that's where a lot of people like overthink it. You know what I mean? Like, it, you don't have to spend all that money yeah. to hire a videographer and a photographer. Those things are important, and I have to do those things too, get headshots and stuff. But I think there's like smarter ways to position it. You're absolutely right. Something that I didn't think of only because of the fact that I don't like to go in and ask things for, for free. free. Yeah. Because I I I'm I'm the type of person where I was just having this conversation with my mom the other day. And she she had mentioned something about how there was someone who was going to ask if I could give a discount. Yeah. I give zero discounts. Because, because you don't need to. You, yeah, I don't need to. But at the same time, I always tell people, I say, do you want to take, do you take a pay cut at your job? Do you? <laughs> right. If you don't, then, and you're, they're going to say, no, why would I ever take a pay cut yeah. at my job? Well, then why do I need to take a pay cut at mine? Right. You know, if you want me specifically, this is what I'm worth. Yeah. This is what you're going to pay. Right. If you don't want me, fine. But then people will just go, okay, that's fine. You know, but. Yeah. And it's just, but I, so, so I guess my, my point is being that I don't want to necessarily ask for something for free from someone because I, I, their time is money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I say marketing Miranda, marketing Miranda, of course, (laughs) I say marketing Miranda, I say, I need you to do me. I need you to help me out. I'm not going to say, well, you know, I was on your podcast. I've known you for a while, blah, blah, blah. Give me a deal. No, give me your full price. Right. I need to support you, you know? I think that's fair. Like, and I had someone, um, I'm trading services. My life coach and I are going to be trading services, but she, we agreed that we're going to pay each other. So it's a trade, but we're paying, like the cash flow is going in and out because people have to like get used to paying you. But in this instance, you are providing them. It's not free because you're putting them on your website and you're providing them advertising. You're getting them out there to another audience. Like you're cross branding and promoting. So 
it's not free. You have to understand like the value of your brand that you've built over 11 years. There's the value. Right. Like you're not giving them a check. You're like, they can't buy groceries because, but they may like get client referrals. Right. All they have to do is book one wedding and that's more than paid for your headshots. Right. Or your video. That's true. You know what I mean? Like if they got one, one booking out of seeing it on your website, it more than pay for it. Yeah. And that's where the value is. So you have to right. like frame it in that state of mind. Cause yeah. I think that we, yes. Yes, please. Wine break. Wine break. No, yeah. yeah, wine yeah. break. That we like un- devalue ourselves. Is that a word? Devalue? Devalue, I guess. Yeah. Undervalue? Undervalue. Uh, I think it's devalue. It it's is devalue? devalue? Yeah. You can devalue a brand. Okay. Like a, yeah. yeah. Right. And I think we do devalue ourselves. Like, especially if you're in the business for yourself. Right. Then it's so easy to be like, oh, this is free. But it's not. Right. Like that's a really strong partnership. Like what would you you're like you're a five star wedding DJ. Mm-hmm. With eleven years of experience. Yeah. Five stars. And if the thing though is that if I ever get a four star review, I told Susan I will quit. Right. So you literally it. don't get less than five stars. <laughs> like I can't get a four and a half, four point nine. It's a five. It needs to be five across the board. Hundred percent. You've never gotten a four star. Never gotten a four star. What do you get reviewed on? Reviewed on Facebook, Wedding Wire. And Sometimes people put it on the dot. Okay, so several. So places. it's legit. Yes. Jesus. I will not. I cannot. So this four is nine like, is. All of this, like, think about that stuff as dollar signs. Well, thank you, kind sir. Oh, thanks, Mark. I'm also a maitre d'. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. These are some heavy pours. This I is know. Good. What the hell? <laughs> Just drink it. Can we? Can we? Cheers to Marshall's uh, heavy pours. <laughs> this is like a whole bottle of wine in here. This is it. I know. Well, talk. <laughs> just talk, talk keep it going. Yeah, keep it. But yeah, so like. I that, see what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much value in the brand that you've created. People are paying for it. Like you're a premium DJ. Right. People are paying top dollar. And that's true. And you know what? To be honest with you, that's something that I just realized in 2018 when I raised my prices yeah. up. Because I was charging $700 less than what I'm charging now. And I jumped what? it up. $700. You know, that's like... People one are of paying for it. The biggest conversations I have to have with my clients is like most of the time they have to raise their prices. Yeah. And like they're... There's, I'm working with a photographer and she was telling me what she was charging. And I'm like, what the hell? And she wants to grow her business. But because she's charging so little for her photography, right. she has to do so much of it to pay her bills. Like if you would just double or triple your price, then you could scale your business. Exactly. And that's, and she wants to expand and she wants a lot like you, like she wants to bring on team members, but she's built the rapport with these clients. And so it's kind of a similar situation, but like the first thing you have to do is raise your prices because that creates like, now you can say no to people. Right. And now people say no to me, which yeah. is awesome. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. great. It's really good. I don't want to work every weekend. At one point I told Susan, I said, I want to work 52 weekends, 52 weddings in a year. If I work 52 weddings in a year, I promise you, Susan, I will quit that following year 100%. Yeah. But then I look at it and I go, 52, week, 52 weddings in a year? That's nuts. And I mean, over the course of time, I do 30 weddings and then I do another 20, 25 events. So I'm, I'm working 50, 60 events a year. That is insane for one person. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know. But, and this is I your, know nothing less. Why isn't it your full-time gig then? 
Why do you feel the need to like maintain something during the week? Because I like it. Because there's there's a point where after a while I might get. There will be there's a point. I like to stay busy. Okay. That's the thing, right? And so at one point with this with this job that I have now, at one point. I was I started off full time and I said, "Yup, I can handle it." I was working full time and full time DJing, and I was working eighty to one hundred hours a week. There was that one week I, lo- I I logged like one hundred fifteen hours in a week. An average week was like seventy five to eighty hours, average. Yeah. And then so I had this full time job, and then I said, "You know what? I can't do this. I got to drop it down." So then you rework the schedule a little bit, but now even the part time being there three days a week can be tough too, because now you're not necessarily focusing 100% on the business, what you should be to market it more. Right. And then that gives more, you know, then it's like those days that I'm working, I come home and it's not all of a sudden, oh yeah, I'm done working for the day. No, I work. work, Right? Yes. Because I'm in the same position. Right. And people don't understand, and that's the thing that frustrates me is that people don't understand that. Yeah. Is that, oh yeah, Nick, you look like you're having so much fun, you're doing all this great. Yes, the day of, I'm having a great time, but there's all of this work that goes on and I'm working my ass off. Right. So many hours, and who sees it? Who's affected by it most? Me and and Susan. Susan. Right. A hundred percent. And I hate the day, and there was a point at the beginning of when I went down to, there was, I don't want to say hey, I just like, there was a point where when I went down to part time, I would just take those days because Susan had just finished up her oh, service right. job, a serving job because she was working at PF Chang's yeah. for such a long time and we would never see each other. So it always was a nice balance. I'd come home from work. She'd be out until 10 o'clock. I could get the things I needed to get done. When she came home at 10, we'd watch a movie, right. have dinner late, whatever That's it might nice. be. That's nice. Right. With that being said now, she's home more. Mm-hmm. So I want to spend time more time. I want to spend more time with her. Right. So there was a point over the summer where it was... I wasn't working as much as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I tell Susan, I'm like, I, yeah, I blame Susan. I blame, <laughs> blame my wife. That's it. But I told her, I said, listen, like, I love spending time with you. And that's all that I want to do. But I can't. Right. I got to take some time. So now it's like I go to Starbucks after a consultation. I'll sit there for a couple hours and just because I need to get in the zone. Yeah. And it's like, otherwise, because I don't, I hate being away from her in my own house. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. It's good to be away. Like this past weekend, I was I came home. I was super tired, and I'm and she's like, you know, and she didn't say anything about like let's hang out or anything. But we she wanted to hang out with me, and I'm like I'd like to be alone. And she's like, I'm, this has never happened in my life. <laughs> like I, don't know. I totally understand that. Yeah, I love to be alone, but he he's never like give me alone time. But when, when I'm al- said that I was like, oh, he must need it. Right. But when I'm alone, then I'm pulling out my decks and I'm mixing. I'm putting together a mix or doing something. Like I'm still DJing or doing something. I'm just not because you like it. I like yeah. it. I love it. I think that's important. It is really hard to explain to people. Like, well, I had to say no to the um, work thing we have tonight because after this, then I have two more meetings. Like, I don't, and they're not like they're going to be from home, but it's still work. I have to get done because when you have like this filler job, which is what we'll call it, but it takes up so much of your time to be there for those like chunks of time. I know. I know. He just gave me <laughs> like it's yeah. It's just consuming so much time, and then yeah. For me, it's like this <laughs> yeah mental exhaustion that comes with it too. Right. And then when you have to on Thursday, I was there all day. We work at the same place for anybody listening. Mm. So I'm there Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Nick is there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday I was there all day, and then I had a meeting here. Yeah. And I had to come here and like. 
And the woman, the client, told me, she's like, I'm so surprised you wanted to meet today. I'm like, yeah, but if we didn't do it today, it would have been another week. Exactly. Like, my time is so specifically scheduled right now. Right. And with one day off, it's insane. Right. And I give myself, like, Monday mornings. So, you know, I will happily say no to a Monday evening, like, fun thing. If that means I get, like, Monday morning to kind of, like, get a little weekend. Yeah. But that's it. And it's... It's so hard to explain that, and it's so hard to keep saying no to people like your family and your loved ones. So I try to make a point to at least see my family and Marshall, and that's, that's it. And anyone else that you it. see is a bonus. Yeah, anyone else is. Bonus. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I have a, actually it's a right. It's after this. I have a standing date with one of my best friends. He stood up at my wedding, and we get together once a month on a Monday. Oh, that's nice. And we nice. just go to a different brewery and whatever. Which, by the way, I think I'm hanging out with Micah tonight. Perfect. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, and it's one of the things where we sat down and it was, we started this in the summer, like I think it was like August, maybe, maybe September. I don't remember. And so it's only been going, but it's the month flies by so much. Right. And we just said, you know what? Let's set aside one day mm-hmm. a month. That's it. Yeah. It's you great. Know? And that I think is reasonable. And I try cause like before I was doing my own business then I was like super social so I was seeing my friends like every weekend or at least once a week and even my friends in Virginia like I FaceTime them once a week and so now we're like at this point where it's monthly yeah and that's like a a hard transition for me and for them right so I I just try like and I just let people know like hey this week is gonna be hell right like this I'm working starting today through Sunday right every single day Woof. I know. Marketing Miranda. And it's not just like <laughs> a few hours, you know? Like it's the like weekend, a full thing. The side hustle, that's like 12 hours yeah. at a time. So I'm going to work 30 hours between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in addition to... See, it flies by. This is nuts. I told you. 45 minutes? Yeah, and we're just chatting away. Oh, my. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So why don't you do it? You just like to be busy? I, I enjoy being busy. The extra income is nice. Yeah. I enjoy being busy because there's points in the year, especially comes around this time where my, my wedding season is done. Yeah. My wedding season is 100% done until next year. Right. January 5, I start up. So I, I mean, I don't get that much of a break, yeah. but I get two months of a break that I'm like, I'm taking full right. advantage of it. So we're traveling, we're doing different things, we're doing all this stuff, right? Are you guys gonna go on vacation for Christmas? I don't know if we're gonna go for Christmas, but I think in January, towards the end, I I only have three weddings in January, I think. Yeah. So in January, I think we're gonna go somewhere towards the end, we always try and get away. Sometimes for Christmas, we did this awesome thing where we went to an all-inclusive on uh, around Christmas and then we got back on Christmas day because, and I, I don't mean this the wrong way, especially for anyone that's listening, like family's great, I love my family. Yeah. Family's amazing. You're close with your family. Right. But at the same time, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that whole holiday stretch, I dislike it very much because of the (laughs) fact that it's just so much stuff. Yeah. And you're going to this and this and this. And it's like, I got to see Susan's parents, which I love Susan's parents. They're fantastic. Right. You know, you got to see that whole family. Then you got to see my family. Then you got to see my dad. Then you got to see this. And my parents are divorced. And my parents are divorced. And yours are together. Yeah. But it's just so much. And it's like, our parents aren't the type of people that are like, you're not with us on Christmas we're going to be pissed. Like if we miss a holiday, it's not that big of a deal. But the thing that I really enjoyed was leaving and being away for the holidays and coming back and seeing them when we saw them. Oh, that's nice. Because it was just, it's sometimes so much. But I know that Susan really enjoys to be around her family. 
I, of course, enjoy to be around her yeah. family and things like that. I'm not saying anything bad by it by any means, but sometimes it's just nice to just. Yes. Maybe we'll see on the 27th. Maybe we'll see on the 30th. I think that is really nice, and I was trying to get my mom to do that, and she's like not into it this year. Well, first, because my grandparents, what this will only be the second Christmas without them, so okay. they've been around for the you know for yeah. a long time. So of course we're not going to leave then. But now, since they've passed away, I'm like, Mom, let's just do this. And all my cousins have families of their own. Mm-hmm. Like, my cousins... I, first of all, I have a huge family. Okay, my mom is one of seven. And, yeah. And that's just my mom's side. But they all have kids. And they all have kids. I'm like, what? The only cousin that's entered my yeah. 30s without children. And so, you know, they, like... <laughs> Goodness. And they have, like, yeah. some of them... My cousins have four kids, so it's huge. Like, my grandma, they did this thing when my grandparents were living in the retirement community, and you had to make, like, a little... It was for Christmas or something, like an ornament with each grandchild's name. And my grandma's went, like, around the hallway because she had 42 grandchildren, I think, and great-grandchildren. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and now my cousin's oldest daughter is having a baby. Like, you know, so we're into the next generation. It's crazy. The third generation. It's insane. It's nuts. And for family of, for, for mm-hmm. family parties, when your family's that big, please. I mean, like, great. It's good to see yeah. every once in a while. But, like, that, otherwise you literally got to rent out a hall or something. Cause no, you're, we do. Yeah, like, like an that's extra 50 problem. people. No one has a house big enough in my family to hold us. So we have to, like, divide on the holidays that's now. That's great. Because my great. grandparents did, but they don't, right. you know, not anymore. And so it's crazy. Like, okay, my one aunt, both of my aunts host Thanksgiving. So Aunt Linda takes half and Aunt Carol takes half, basically. That's what like, do you mean half? Like of the family. Like my so aunt, one half is over here yeah. and one half is on the other side? Like, like aunt, another house? Yeah, like my uncle Do you ever cross? Like is it like, oh, let's see what's going on at Aunt Carol's? We did one or... year. We went to my Aunt Linda's because my Aunt Carol was like out of town or something. Yeah. But they can't, like oh, no one's my. house is big enough to hold us all. So we can't that's do That's way too much. And that's just my mom's family. My dad is one of eight and my stepmom's one of 12. Sick. <laughs> 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 Susan and Marshall are like, I have like one uncle. You do. You literally have one <laughs> uncle. One uncle. One, oh my. And my. What I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. It's family. Yeah, we don't have it like that. But yeah, like, can nuts. you imagine my wedding? Just my aunts, uncles, and cousins. You 250 people right there. Yes. My goodness. You gotta rent out the. 500 people. I have a question for yeah. the peanut gallery. Yeah. Totally off topic. If you had. Two DJs that were Nick. Oh, you're asking Nick. Seventy-five, yeah, seventy-five percent as good as like what you've built up. Yeah. How many weddings would you actually have to work per year? Me personally. Right. Zero. I get it. You, you, you like you got to find. Dang those. it! You yeah. Know, you've already built like a crazy brand. Yeah. It'd be shameful no, to just. You've already said. You know yeah, you can't throw it away and just retire. You, you like you have. It'll probably take time, but you can find new new dudes. You just have to train them yourself. You just gotta find them. Because even a hundred percent, and I'm not saying you're no, like, tooting my own horn, whatever. People have told me, and just at the last wedding that I did, October 27, people tell me I'm the most amazing DJ that they've ever seen. Well, you right? can train someone like that. And after a while, people will. 
Right. Yeah. Thing. People will like get off the whole it's gotta be you thing. There will be yeah. a transition period. You're right. Yeah, there has to transition be. Transition period, but I, I, I bet it's one season. Yeah. You're right. For real life. Because I even think in two. So, bank bank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and to the point, too, that I'm making as well is people say you're the most amazing DJ. So if you say the person's doing 75%, that's still no joke from what I've heard. At least 50% than what other DJs do. If they do half. If they do, if they give, if I, if a DJ gives 50, 40 to 50% of what I do, it's still a five star review. What if, I think, what, what if what you did on the weekend was you went to the wedding randomly? Visited for thirty minutes in the home. Instead of just DJ? to make sure everything's fine. Well, that's example. Sure. Perfectionists keep them keep them on their toes or whatever. But like, he's got to find the right people, and they're, they're I'm sure they're out there that don't want to deal with all the other stuff. And you could give them work, right? Without the stress of planning and so on and so forth. And so then the other thing is, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're right. I you're right. You're think, right. Like where you're value for your brand is is in your like your personality so i think you could maintain all of the like client relationships right and you could do that from anywhere you just need your laptop you know like as far as the check-in emails and getting their playlists lined up and first dance and all that other than the initial consultation which you could also do virtually right and then like so you handle like kind of customer relations and then you just let them know like in one of our seasoned DJs, he's great, blah blah blah. So that, and you have to set those expectations up front. But it, I think, because that's, I think that's where your fear is that they're not going to handle the client as well as you would like them to. Right, which is the only thing because my expectation is perfection. And that's what I tell people in a consultation. So then you, when I know that they're that, booking me, yeah, keep that relationship then. Right. And just let them know, like, day of. I mean, and of course, you have to get guys that are charismatic and like energetic, right. similar to you, but. You can still like. I got a yeah. I got a side story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. That's it. That's okay. It. So the side story, and I know we're getting, we gotta be coming up on time. Yeah, but I know. I know. Uh, my I took my dad. My I've been DJing for eleven years. My dad never seen me. He has never saw me in action until three weekends ago. Uh huh. Right. Bring my dad in, and I got my best friend, like my ultimate best friend from Michigan. He was my old college roommate. His name is Chris. He was like. He was like. Nick, you want to grow the business? You need to bring Jose into my Jose's my dad. You got to bring Jose into it. And I said, no, okay, I'm but not wait, let's explain. Jose. You're half Puerto Rican. I'm half right? Puerto Rican. That right, just right, right. seems like a crazy thing for this white dude <laughs> right, to right, right. on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably the whitest Puerto Rican you've ever seen. Yeah, but life, I'm right? also the whitest Mexican. This is true. Too, this so is true. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? It's got to be so. <laughs> so anyway, so so I say, you know what? I this wedding. It was in Michigan. It was 20 minutes away from where my dad lived. I said. Papito, I call him Papito. I say, <laughs> I say, Papito, you're coming out to a wedding with me. He's like, great, I'll take off work, let's make it happen. Yeah. I said, fine, fantastic, right? We get there, the guy is so in his element. This is a 5'5", five, five. he might even be 5'4", I swear he's shrinking at this point. He's, he's got a temper that is fiery, but he is just like all in, 100%. And he was like, all right, let's see, what do we gotta do, what do we gotta do? And so we're going and we're doing stuff and he's just, you know, he's taking care. I said, you know what? You take care of the guys. I take care of the girls because I'm a little better looking. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Bridesmaids and groomsmen. That's always what I do at, the, at head tables. I go up. I say, what can I do for you? How are things going? Can I get you drinks? Is everything okay? Do you need more food? Blah, 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 blah. If it's a buffet, they don't want to get up. I say, let me serve you more. Boom. Wow. Right? So, I mean, this is, it's a whole thing. Yeah. This is a whole other podcast to talk about something else. Weren't you like moving things in the rain the other day? Moving things. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I ran 300 yards to go ahead and, and, uh, 
take taken uh, a there. ceremony centerpiece. Yeah. But the thing though is that I never told the bride and groom anything. The bride and groom ended up hearing it from someone else, but I never will say that and yeah. be like, hey, I'm the DJ, this is what I did. Right. Never, because that's arrogant right yeah. there. Not gonna do it. So anyways, we're doing this thing, he's taking care of the guys, we're taking care of the girls, we're all having a good time, everything's great. And then uh, at one point there was a new, there was, a, there was the bar that was, in the room and there was a seasoned bartender and then a bartender it was his very first day there. This guy, he, I ordered four Roman Cokes for the for the bridal oh, party. Yeah. <laughs> it took him four minutes to make four Roman Cokes. Oh, no God. joke, it was a minute per thing. And he's pouring in this mushroom, I mean nothing, right? And he's like, well we can't have these people get drunk. My dad used to be a bartender back in the day, like way back in the day and he's like, they're paying for an alcohol package, let's load it up here, yeah. you know? So the bartender, this bartender, he goes out, he's going on a break, and the woman is slammed. She's got a line of 15 people. So my dad, he just leaves the booth where I'm at. I'm DJing, he leaves the booth, and next thing you know, I see him behind the bar, he's making tequila sunrises, he's doing a whole thing, and he's like, Impulse Entertainment, this is what we do. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this is it, and he's back there, I took a snap, and he was in his own, and then I saw, I took the, I showed him the snap later, and he was like, I had no idea you even took a video. And I'm like, dude, you were in it. He's got his readers on for his glasses, and he's like, he's mixing stuff up, and the bride, and the bridesmaid's like, you know, because he, he does like half and half, because when I want to drink, Susan knows this, if you give me a rum and coke, you give me 80% rum, 20% coke. Right. That's it, right. you know? And he was off, and he's like, yeah, this is what we do. And I think to myself, so I guess to kind of answer this question, it's a little off topic, but to kind of answer the question, Ish, even though I don't think there was a question asked. I don't asked. know what question you're answering. <laughs> it's just, it's, just, it's like you have to find someone that can work, but at the same oh, time, yeah. people have said like, you need to find someone that's you. Right. And I'm like, no, my dad, because I always say, I, you never want to grow up like your father. Like that's yeah. the worst case scenario. Yeah. Like you, you see your dad, he's got like issues or whatever, <laughs> just habits. <laughs> like the bald version. And you're you like, know? this is yeah. not going to happen. And he killed it. Yeah. He killed. No, it. If I could have, amazing. if I could have him at every wedding, I would. And he'd be like, "Let's do it. Let's make it happen." Because he understands that the customer is first always. Yeah. And that's I think red carpet treatment. Your big like DJ. You can find a good DJ, right? They can check all those boxes. Right. But it's your customer service that sets you apart. Because I have not. I mean, I've worked so many weddings now. Like I've probably, I've at least worked. I would say closer to. If they do a hundred, they literally do a hundred weddings a year there. So yeah, I probably have worked 60, 75. Yeah. Like at this point, and nobody, no DJ does that level of customer service. Like right. they're not interacting. I mean, they'll go up to the bride. How are you doing? How are things going? But they won't like serve them food. They're not running out to get things. Like it's all left on the restaurant staff to do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you just have to, and that's like, you can train someone to that level of service. They just, you just have to make sure they're not going to slack. So like checking right. in on them once in a while exactly but i, I feel like that. you'd have like a, a season of transition where you'd have to like double up and train and go and you know what i mean like yeah. bring them with you to cross them over and then into you kind of let go into the five-star realm yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, exactly. it right and you don't have to just like cut it cold turkey you can like okay i'm gonna do 20 you're gonna do 20. right and you're still making money exactly yeah we'll see so yeah I know we're getting close on a on a time too. Yeah, what's so. the time now, Marsh? One hour. One hour. See, it flies by. We got to get out of here because no one's listening to this still. <laughs> There's no one that's listening to this still, and if they are, wow. Yeah, troopers. So, uh, Jenna, I have some friends that do. I'm always surprised. By yeah. People who are like, yeah, I listened to that podcast. It was so good, and I forget like 
you can go back and listen to, yeah. you know. I'm like, oh, damn, that was so long ago. I didn't, I forgot. I bet Paul might be listening to it now. Paul, he Paul seems listen. like he's listening to it. He listens to it. What's up, Paul? Hey, Paul. And Jenna. <laughs> Jenna listens yeah. to China. I, I, I would think oh, that and mom. Pre- my mom listens. Nice. I would think that probably my parents would listen to, hey, mom, dad, Sabina, sis, maybe. <laughs> See, now we're just giving shout outs. Anyways. <laughs> It's just the whole it's thing. You have to go on can. for days. Right. It's like, it's so cool to give a shout out. But then you have to remember that like anyone could listen to. Yeah, that's true. You have to be careful. I mean, we were fine. <laughs> we didn't like. <laughs> did I have to think like, did I? No, there was we one time. Sis is age wrong. She's 26. Ooh. Oh, fact correction. Sis yes. is 26. 26. You, this should be, man, this could get into something. You should like branch off. No, let's focus branch on perfecting off. this right. Yeah. Well, this is already very good. I do have an idea like for an after-hours podcast. Oh, that's which nice. Which would be like around here, and it would be kind of like a. Well, I was gonna call it tequila and tampons. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and then Marshall had the idea of like a rotating male guest, and then women, because I wanted it to be like a group chat, basically. And then we decided like to have a rotating male guest would be fun. See, I think that's awesome because I think too at some point, like I real the thing that I enjoy about this podcast is that. Sometimes you dig in yeah. and you go into it. And there's been some podcasts that I've listened to and it's like, whoa, like we're digging in like mm-hmm. personal, you yeah. know, like and this is big stuff, but it's awesome because it shows, I was, I'm a fan of podcasts, not that I listen to them that often, but I'm a fan of podcasts, especially this one, because you digging into how someone right. thinks, how someone yeah. just what is in their mind. And so even doing something that's like more raw, yeah, that's, that's just like, I you're want. getting into it and it's like. Throw them back a couple of shots of tequila and let's see what happens. And then see what happens. You know? And it has to be a place where like people can be, and that's the Or thing. can we soak the tampon in tequila? That's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we can. Yes, yes, we <laughs> can. People do that. People do that? that? <laughs> yeah, but that's, and I want it to be more open, but then people like get, it has to be a different audience because here, yeah. like, it's, we kept it like very professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's supposed to be. But this after hours one is tricky because you're still showing them and they still have a voice and it's going online. So you have to get people who are like comfortable in their opinions. Yeah. They can't give a shit. Yeah, right. you just you can't. Don't give you a can't shit. give a exactly. shit because I'm not going to edit it. And I don't edit this either. So, I mean, we've gone. We did that once and after that we were like, no. sorry, yeah. never again. Not editing, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, well, it's got to be too so much. It was like before you, like, we, like yeah, we, I always start recording before it starts because i'm doing sound checks so I'll, i like cut the beginning yeah. yeah yeah but if there's well, something I, good that's in there right but during the podcast it's like don't go on here if you don't want to hear it right like, or if you don't want to say it. if you don't want to say it, exactly oh, that's your own fault so that exactly <laughs> and that's where it gets tricky because we do drink on here and so yeah. you have like to we're drinking wine right now yeah we are you know people don't care I, no we people t- don't care can we get a t- can i get a top off and then <gasps> do you guys have time to go to the web let's go the web have a beer. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I thought you were about, like, the, oh, the web. The internet. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> we have time to serve. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, that in 20 years. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys ever thought about doing something like, like, Marshall, come on in. Like, at one point, like, coming on in. Like, I'll probably talk a little bit. Maybe, like, one day we're going to invest and everyone has a mic. Oh, they'd yeah. be awesome. Back, and I'm going to have a camera looking back at, like, it's great, like, the fact she's here, because I don't feel so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, 
if you can get that to cut in every 10 minutes yeah it's like the peanut gallery not necessarily like it's almost like a howard stern feel like, sort yeah. of breaking the fourth wall i think is like yeah. really popular now like i like i the reason i don't edit shit out is because i think it's funny if people prefer it to be re- real yeah they do prefer like, it to be real absolutely i don't I, that, that's the podcast i listen to or they just don't give a shit they like they don't even fact check they're like yeah. Well, like, if we're wrong, we'll say something next week. Well, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> World War II, 1974, whatever, it's all good. You right, know? exactly. It's like... <laughs> but, like, it's like my... So, like, the pillars, the foundation of, like, marketing for the uninhibited is they're simple, realistic, and fun. So, like, that's what this podcast is. It's simple, it's realistic, and fun. We literally come in, we sit down, and we talk, and then that's it. We don't edit. Like, we have to, of course, get it to a version we can share, like, online. Right, right, right. That's it. It's yeah. not overcomplicated. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to see, be. See, because I think that sometimes, if for people that aren't going to watch the video, they want to see what Marshall looks like. They yeah. want to see what Susan looks like. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they hear this voice going back, being like, "I'm not gonna edit this shit out." Okay, so say much. here's a, usually he doesn't say like anything. But here's the thing: we oh, so this is good. Would we never like when I introduce him to people, especially if it's people like you know I'm dating Marshall. Yeah. But like other guests that don't know, I never introduce him as my boyfriend. I always just say like, "This is a sound guy, Marshall." Yeah. And so does then, that offend you? No, that's what I want. I want to keep. I don't want it to keep it professional. Because the real want... feeling is weird. It's yeah, weird. like we don't want to alienate the guest. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're right. But then it's like obvious based on our interactions mm-hmm. and the way we're talking that like we, he's probably not just a sound guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the biggest yeah, exactly. one. So Bam! Good. Christmas podcast. Marshall's not just a sound guy. <laughs> you know, like Surprise. so much more. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> So do they feel? Sound and more. That's it. More part. Yeah. Yeah. But so then, is it weirder for the guests to not know and have to infer? Like, see, I don't know because I've known you for several months now. Yeah. So it's different. But I think that. It would. I would yeah. yeah. It depends on the guest. I would say because. Well, because like for the one where Marshall's like in the background, like she's gonna beat me later, but like she didn't. I never said we were dating. <laughs> right, 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 right. So it's like this marketing Miranda who's got like the, all this power on this yeah, podcast. Like, that's is, like, <laughs> you done messed up, a eh, Ron. Like you know, like that's it. No job for you. You right. know. Yeah, she's not gonna feed me. Yeah, yeah that's I it. Mean, I don't know. It's just a weird. All these things you had to think about. I know you had to. Th- I think that though, with some of your, like most of your guests, they seem super candid and super cool. That if it was something, yeah. I would say most you're gonna, of you them would know. Yeah, and I would think that you would network with. Yeah. You're gonna network with the people that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird bottle color. Oh, they are different colors. Um. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So. Well, this is good. We can end it now. We've been talking forever. We've been talking <laughs> an hour and a half. This is nuts. Cheers or something. Cheers. Yeah, let's yeah. cheers. Yeah, Thanks cheers. For being cheers. Here. Yeah, I absolutely. It. Thank awesome. you so much, Brandon. Thank Martin you, Susan, Miranda. for coming. Yeah. I'm so Are glad you came. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. Give it up for Marshall. What? What? Woo-hoo. Sound guy. What? Give it up for Marshall. Sound guy. <laughs> and more. And more. Sound and more. <laughs> You said it there and then. Yeah, it's like I got it.